This is Minutia Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Uh, Dave, you know, this has been an exciting week for me. My uh, latest oh, book is out uh, back in the... I am so uh, fucking sick of hearing D-D-R. about this book. Watch your language. Um, this book is uh, my third novel. Yeah. It's my eighth book. Um, it's the first book, though, that has a song in it. It has a German song in it. Oh. Which I have translated into English, into the into the words. Here. Okay. Um, now, is it the Mr. Ed theme song? No, it is not. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can do So this is how it goes in German. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a German folk song that uh, my my father and grandfather let me, taught let me. Let me ask a question. German yeah. folk song. Is somebody going to be die or be eaten? <laughs> well, it is kind of violent. <laughs> Here's how it goes. Hinaus in die Ferne mit Butterbrot und Speck. Das esse ich so gerne, das nimmt mir keiner weg. Und wer das tut, den schlage ich auf den Schnut. Dann schlage ich auf die Nase, bis das se blut. Okay, you just made that. That is German gibberish. So you just no, made up a, those words. That was a, that's a real yeah. song. And uh, because my readers more than likely, likely do not right. speak German. I translated it into English and this is how it would go in English. Mm-hmm. Out in the fields with bacon and bread, I eat it so gladly the only time I'm fed. If you take it away, oh boy, you're gonna pay. Anyone who tries will get punched in the eye. <laughs> See, yeah, the Ger- Germans don't have folk songs that are just about like a fuzzy bear, do they? In a forest or whatever. Well, or... In the actual German, he gets punched in the nose uh, and the mouth, and you know, and, and then he, in fact, he gets punched in the nose until you bleed. You know what? What interests me is why would that be a children? I mean, what you know? What what is the possible point of that being a? Children's I rhyme. have no idea. <laughs> Your people are a, dis- a disturbed group. They really are. Uh, but we have a show to do, uh, so let's do it. Minutia Men is up next, but first listen to this other fine Opie show. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. At least it didn't have like a crow eating a, the eyeballs out of a corpse. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that a German? Yeah, that's hoppa hoppa right. Wenn der Feldenschreiter fällt in die Graben, fressen in die Raben. Fällt in der Sumpf, macht der David. Ooh, yeah, I remember yeah. my... Yeah, my grandfather. My so, what is the translation? It's like a bouncy, bouncy rider on a horse uh, or whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, when you fall, you you cry or scream. Uh, if fall into uh, uh, yeah. fall into a uh, into a ditch, get your eyes poked out by ravens. <laughs> 
you know, I, w- I would love to have been at that meeting when they were do- when they were the copywriters were taught were, yeah. were creating this. <laughs> well, what about the crow? No, 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 Raven. Well, remember, this is the nationality that has given us the Grimm's fairy tales <laughs> right, where, right. you know, Hansel and Gretel were left out to die right. in the woods. And, you know, they, they're all classics. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, good for you, and I'm sure the, our and listeners... The, the, once again, the book is called Back in the DDR, yeah, 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 and it's available on Eckhart's Press, uh, eckhartspress.com. Be sure to uh, pre-order your copy mm-hmm. today. Yeah, so I can put it... So I can you can have my DNA. Yeah. Because I'm shipping and receiving. Hey, Rick, I've got, I think, a shoe-in for our first Minutia Men Medal of Honor winner. You know how we were talking about having that big gala? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and give out Medal of Honors to people that, you know, mm-hmm. are, are worthy. Headline, pretend Stanford student lived in dorms for 10 months. <laughs> a man pretended to be a student and lived in several Stanford University dorms uh-huh. for at least 10 months, a university official said Tuesday. The university's Department of Public Safety cited that the man or cited the man for violating the law the first time he was found living in the dorm in December 2021. Okay. okay. Since then, campus police officers have cited our hero six different <laughs> six different times over the last ten months, and on Thursday he was he was forcibly removed. From campus and legal action. Who's he hurting? <laughs> well, exactly, right? Um, here's, uh, I love um, I love this uh, quote from the, the from a university spokesperson. They said that the, the Stanford has protocols and policies to prevent non-students from entering and living in the dorms, but that the man's persistence and ability to, uh, ability <laughs> to ingratiate himself with our student community has made it clear that the gaps exist in these protocols. Dude, we can totally do oh, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could totally ingratiate ourselves to the student. We're delightful, right? Yeah. I mean, we could totally be. Absolutely. Uh, hey there, Tyler. Hi, Austin. What's, <laughs> exactly. what's happening, Kaylee? Right, right. Hey, did you hear the net latest yeah. Kate Kanye album? <laughs> um, it's just me, your very normal looking 19-year-old college student. <laughs> yeah, right. We're grad students. See, I don't think yeah. we could pass for undergrads, but grad students? Totally. Hey, hey man, I'm looking forward to typing class. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Look, hey, do you have those computer panel cards? <laughs> hey, you guys got any floppy disks? So, so this is what we do. We clean out our 401ks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We could be the two, two coolest grad students on campus. No one will know, right? Yeah. Um, do you know how many cases of Milwaukee's Best or Meisterbrow or Stag Beer we can We get can with? afford now? Oh, my God. We would be the, the, the absolute. Uh, and plus, all of our wardrobe yeah is now totally chic yeah right it's retro chic right now this this is a tip for you kids out there just wait it out just wait it out <laughs> yeah, it's right. eventually gonna come back right. 30 40 years uh yeah so but you know however when we're gonna do this it's not an if now it's a when okay we got to get a little up to date with the drinking games right? oh there are there new ones well i don't think anybody's playing hi bob anymore remember yeah, the bob okay. newhart show right i remember the time that we played scarface that we had a drink every yeah. time the cockroach then the ever the f-bomb came out yeah. but i found some drinking games that are that are popular on campus right now okay okay and i gotta tell you pretty good oh yeah there's one called beer bear paw okay and it begins with a perfectly innocent glass of beer that's passed from player to player obviously in covid i'm not okay. sure that's right yeah as each person takes a sip 
yeah. he, he or All right. he, I'm he, out next. Yeah. <laughs> right. He or she tops the beer with any hard liquor of their choice. Oh boy, this sounds right. great. Right. So eventually, there's going to be a pint, full pint of hard liquor that you got to keep drinking. Yeah. Again, the- kids, in drinking games, there are no winners. <laughs> there are only losers. Okay, I love this one. It's called Fire Tequila Run. Okay. okay. Players begin by squirting lemon in their eyes, snorting three lines of salt, and taking a shot of tequila. While holding the shots in their mouth, they run a mile. I am not making this up. Upon returning, they spit the tequila into a glass, set it on fire, drink it, and suction the shot glass onto their chests to make a little, you know, like a circular brand burn on there. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Fire tequila run. Then there's hammer stump. You want to okay, hear about hammer sure, stump? Sure, sure. Players gather around a tree stump. Decor- Are with- you making these up? No, I am not making these up. This is called hammer stump. Players gather around a tree stump, decorated with nails, pounded in the surface of the wood just enough to stay upright. So they're just a little bit in, right? Each player takes a turn flipping their hammer and slamming it down on an opponent's nail in one smooth motion. If the strike is successful, the opposing player drinks. If the player misses or drops the hammer or spills his beer or whatever, he has to take a drink. Okay. So what what spells fun better than a drinking game and hammers? <laughs> uh, and here's my here's my all time favorite. It's called possum. The rules of this drinking game are very simple. All players sit in a tree and consume a twenty four pack of beer until they fall out of the tree. Oh, <laughs> the, the one who's the, the wow. one who doesn't fall out of the tree. Is is the win? Is the I'm one. really starting to get an insight into what is happening to this country. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, I have uh, a story for you, and uh, this involves dead people. Yeah. <clears throat> which um, which had a lot of people drinking games. They've, yeah, they've probably been. some of these kids. Uh, for the first time ever, each of the top five people in Forbes 2022 list of highest paid dead celebrities. Made more than a hundred million dollars. Wow. Uh, the thirteen departed artists, athletes, and entertainers on this list um, earned a record one point six billion, wow. a seventy two percent increase over last year. All right, now um, I have uh, devised a minutia man oh, quiz to see if you can go. guess who sure. these are. So let's go to that. Time now for a minutia man, minutia man, minutia quiz. All right, so these are all dead celebrities. All right, which one of these dead celebrities earned $500 million last year? Okay. All right. They're all authors. One of these authors. Okay. I'm immediately thinking Dickens, but go on, or Shakespeare, go on. Um, Ernest Hemingway. Okay. A. J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm. B. Uh, C is Edgar Rice Burroughs. And D is Dr. Seuss. You know. The Hobbit, isn't there like movies and stuff? Did you look at this article before? No, I didn't. didn't, No, I didn't. Because you say I'm the same. I said don't don't look at it. I'd say Tolkien. Yes, that is correct. Because of the movies. That is correct. Okay. Which one of these dead celebrities earned $400 million in 2022? These are all basketball, dead basketball players. Okay. Okay. Kobe Bryant. Okay. Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, or Jerry Krause? Ed Neely's not on that? (laughs) Is he dead? Didn't he? I think he did. Die. Oh, okay. I didn't um, know that. I'm sorry. Give him it again. It's uh, Kobe, Wilt, Russell, or Jerry Krause. <laughs> I don't think it's Jerry Krause. Um, 
I'm going to go with Bill Russell. It's Kobe Bryant. Okay. Uh, and this is the last one. Um, which one of these dead celebrities earned two hundred and fifty million okay. in twenty twenty two? These are all musicians. Okay, so all right. Lynn, maybe David Bowie. Yeah. A uh, B is Elvis Presley. C Michael Jackson. D John Lennon. One of those earned two hundred and fifty million in twenty twenty two. I want to say that Michael Jackson may have earned more than that. Um, what are they again? Bowie, Presley, Jackson, Lennon. I'm going to say Bowie. Bowie is correct. Hmm. Uh, Elvis Presley made $110 million. Michael Jackson made $75 million. Really? John Lennon made $16 million. But David Bowie made $250 million. I wonder if that's because you're always hearing his stuff on commercials and stuff. I wonder if that's... That must be uh, what it is. But you know who's not on the on the list anywhere? Huh? Larry Storch. <laughs> which I'm just shocked is by. Larry Storch dead? Yeah, of course he is. He died this year. Oh. Yeah, at the age of 97. Ernest Borgnine? <laughs> also not on the list. Tom Delaware? Uh, yeah, not on the list. Uh, hey, we got a review. Okay. Uh, I might be late to the game here, but I thoroughly enjoyed the interview with the Geico Caveman. You checked all my boxes in this interview to include barbecue, but I almost spit out my coffee when the topic turned to reek circumcision. Did we talk to him about research? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great interview with many funny stories. And that's from My Stuttering Life via Apple Podcasts. That's very nice. You can rate us. You can review us. You can follow us. If you like Minutia Men, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Hey, how's your roommate? Uh, he keeps waking up in the middle of the night to go pee. O-P-P. No, no. The, we were talking earlier about the staying in college. Ah. The reasons oh, why the giveaways, okay. right? I yeah. just had said P-P oh, in okay. there, so yeah. I thought that no, had something to do with P-P. No, I'm... I'm you, it, okay. It, it's a callback. It, it, it's, it's a callback. Call yeah. All right. Time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where Dave and I reach into the uh, Rick and Dave archives. There is 40 years of potential material to uh, deal with. And this week is the anniversary of the most important event of the last 108 years. Oh, God. It's the, the, yeah, okay. It was the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. Barely. Now Seven games, come on. Yeah. If you want to, you can uh, see my uh, video of my family and our reaction while that last out happens. Go to my Facebook page. You'll see it. I posted it this week. You can check it out. But we had another Cub fan on the show, and we talked to him about it. And he is the best-selling author, Scott Tarot. Well, he and you have sold 30 million books, right? Combined sales between you and him are about 30 million, right? Um, Yeah, I think that's correct. Following the rule. Well, even so, these you know reunions. I can't. I can't. Who truly said to me, "Have you ever kissed a girl?" <laughs> you know, went to heaven. So, um, you know, well, let's, we'll, we'll, let's, ju- we'll just see. Let's talk about another thing you do for fun, and that is 
um, and probably in pain also is you follow the Chicago Cubs. Yes. Um, and you, yes. I don't know if you know this, but Dave and I were publishers and you appeared in one of our books called Cubs Sessions uh-huh. uh, with Becky uh, Maxwell and Randy Richardson. Right. And Randy. You, right. I remember, you know, dealing with Randy on this book. So, yeah. So I, I didn't realize this about you. I didn't know that you're a third-generation Cub fan. I am. And uh, I have written a book called Every Cub Ever, which is about literally every single Cub that ever played. <laughs> um, yeah, Scott, so, ask Rick how so. long it took him and what what better use of his time could have been those 10 years. When I handed it to Dave, he said to me, have you ever kissed a girl? Yeah. <laughs> but I think I that's have, you. Yeah, I have to say that um, – how do you update this every year? Uh, I update it at the end of every season. Because, yeah. uh, you know, um, the, last year's Cubs, what, they had oh, don't more players, get me started. Don't get me started, more players Scott. on I, their roster yeah. than they, any they, team in the major yeah, leagues. Yeah. And, in, in history, yeah. in one yeah. year, yeah. And yeah. I think they're trying to go for the record this year. So Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> Yeah, every time I every time a cub gets injured and there's a new call up, it's like, oh, come on here. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so what did that one moment, uh, November third, twenty sixteen? Yeah. What did that one moment I, mean? I'm a Sox to you? fan. I'm going to put the mic down because I don't want to. Okay. Hear it. I just, yeah. you know, I want to talk to a fellow cub fan about this because uh, I know that it meant something to you. Oh, it was. You know, I literally went out the back door um, here in Evanston and I, you know, just screamed at the top of my lungs. It finally happened. Um, and uh, it, it was otherworldly. Yeah. And then of course you say to yourself, it's just a game. Why am I so excited about this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I share a bond with my father with whom I didn't share a lot besides the Cubs and right. and and with my inner six-year-old um, who truly believed that Ernie Banks was the most important person in the world yeah. and uh, you know I can't I can't I'm so angry at um, you know Cubs management okay he could, he goes into it <laughs> after that uh, a tirade against the current team and everything but that gives you a little well, you can glimpse, tell I mean, here, uh, you know here's a extremely accomplished you know yeah you know at the top of his game you know really intellectual i mean just a great guy he's like and then like, yeah yeah, cubby. yeah i know you know well, it, it keeps the, us young it keeps us young yeah absolutely and his bond that he had with his father is similar to the bond that i had with my father for the white Sox. right exactly yeah. all right so what do we still have coming up on the show here uh i've got um your biggest fear is basically going to be my story after. The- okay. And I have a story uh, that'll make us feel better about getting old. Oh, and we also have a, a celebrity story that was emailed to us and an additional email. <laughs> wow. That I'd like to share with you that okay. uh, has something to do with uh, the country of Ireland. Oh, okay. And we'll get to all of that right after this. What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. 
And we're back. Rick, I tell Rick and Dave get email. Electronic mail. In an electronic bag. Or inbox. Rick and Dave email. Rick and Dave email. Didn't I just tell yeah, you? Yeah, didn't yeah. I just tell you that we're doing a, an email? Okay. Uh, anyway, here's the email. It's from a listener, Kevin R. in Ireland. I just listened to your interview with Amy Shields, mm. and uh, you asked her what part of Ireland would welcome you to live there. As a native of Ireland, I have a suggestion. Choose Killarney. <laughs> I know you've been there because I met you there. I was playing guitar at a pub, and we chatted after my set. You mentioned your podcast. I checked it out the following week. I've been listening ever since. Wow. Good, good work, mate. Wow. The, and good outreach, Rick. Good sales, Rick. Yes, thank good. you. Kevin R. I, I remember that guy yeah, in, awesome. in Killarney. In Killarney. All right, you have a story. Uh, I totally know what I'm going to get you uh, for your 60th birthday. Okay. When we're living at Scott Hall at year five. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Company offers the chance to be buried alive for $58,000. Okay, pass. <laughs> a company based in Russia is... Uh, Don't they have stuff going on? <laughs> well, evidently this guy, and I guess this business is booming. A company based in Russia is offering customers the opportunity to be buried alive for the cost of around... 3.5 million rubles, which is 58 grand, basically, as part of a therapy that helps people manage their fears and anxieties. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is my fear and anxiety. Exactly. Well, you can overcome it. The company called Precated Academy offers what it refers to as a full immersion funeral um, in St. Petersburg, where customers can be buried in a coffin for up to an hour. Okay. The burial lasts between 20 minutes to an hour when the coffin, um, and then after it's over, you get to keep the coffin. Okay. For like <laughs> this a co- is such a terrible coffee, idea. Coffee idea. The burial itself is advertised as a means, like I said, of renewing a person's desire to live. The package is complete with a mandatory revival. <laughs> right. You know what? I'm not, I'll just pay you the 40 grand. Just bury me. I don't need the revi- the extra yeah. 18 grand. You know, money's not growing on trees. Um, uh, now, my God! Now they also offer, and I, I didn't read the fine print. <laughs> right. Pound, pound, pound! Right. You, I didn't read it. You guys are always trying to get more and more money from me. Uh, although, um, and the, and so they also offer something which I don't understand, and I didn't go on the website. Uh, they offer an online burial for fifteen thousand dollars. I don't understand a word. Like, why would you? I don't know what an online burial. Do you think that there are just some really stupid people in Russia? Because who the hell is going to pay for that? You know what I think you should do right before you do this? Uh Take an edible. (laughs) Because that's really (laughs) good. Now, you know that this is my worst fear. This is why I've decided to get cremated. Just in case I get buried and I'm still alive. If I get burned and I'm still alive. There's no chance. There's still, you know, there will be some pain, right? But it'll be over. You'll shriek. Quickly. You'll shriek. Yeah, and they'll know. It, underground, it's all over. There's nothing you can do. So ashes where you want them sh- uh, scattered? Oh, I don't know. Wherever, whoever wants them can have them. Really? Yeah. 
Who do you think is going to want them? Nobody. <laughs> you know what my greatest fear is? What? And and I would pay $58,000 is to um, go through wedding gift registry again at Car- Crate and Barrel. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And that was That's my biggest fear. To okay. Do that again. All right. Well, I recommend you don't do that. Uh, I have a story that makes you feel better about your age. Because, oh. you know, the last few weeks we've been discussing how old we uh, are, comparing ourselves with old people. And it's usually a lament you know, mm-hmm. this week I have a feel-good old person story. Take a guess how old the winner of this year's Best New Latin Artist Grammy is. Uh, 80. 95. All right. What Good began for our side. as a grandson's personal mission to preserve his Nana's unpublished musical legacy has turned into a passion project that led to an album, a documentary, a role in a Hollywood movie, and ultimately... A Latin Grammy nomination for Best New Artist. Uh, at 95, Angela Alvarez is fulfilling a lifelong dream that began in her native Cuba, where she learned to sing and play the piano early on, took on uh, guitar, started writing her own songs. But then, you know, women of that era, she became a wife and yeah. a mom, and she never pursued a career. Now, Listening to those songs while he was growing up, it was really impactful on her grandson, Carlos Jose Alvarez, who is a professional composer and producer based in Los Angeles. And uh, he called up his nana and said he had an epiphany that he would like to fly to Louisiana and document all of her songs. And he did. He He recorded all of her songs. Then he contacted... Cuban-American actor and musician Andy Garcia, mm-hmm. who was very impressed and got on board, so much so that he served as the executive producer and narrator of a documentary about her called Miss Angela, then invited her to appear on his Father of the Bride remake, um, where she sings a song uh, called the Queremos Mucho um, on, on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And now, on November 17th, the uh, Latin Grammy Awards will be handed out, and uh, and the Best New Artist very well could be. You know, how much you want to bet that now she's big-leaguing her family? <laughs> right? What's his yeah, name, Carlos? No. Yeah. Carlos, <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was a feel very good. nice. It was story, just a right? way of uh, bringing it. Uh, it's not what we do here, but a feel good story every, every once in a now while. and yeah. then is okay. It's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where people send in their uh, their brushes with celebrity mm-hmm. stories, and I have one here from uh, Karen P. Mm. And this is what it says: I'm a few years younger than you guys, and I haven't met all the cool people you've met. Well, oh, yeah, you are pretty cool. <laughs> okay, but back in the summer of 1981, I met a rock star. We lived in western Pennsylvania, and Tom Petty's tour was scheduled to go to Pittsburgh, which was just 30 minutes away for us. But I couldn't go because it was the same day as my sister's wedding. I whined so much about missing Tom Petty that my mom took me to Philadelphia to see him at the Spectrum. The show was incredible. Split ends open for Petty. Remember Split Ends? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Stevie Nicks made a surprise appearance to sing Stop Dragging My Heart Around with Tom Petty. Oh, wow. 
Uh, the show ended so late that we got a hotel room in Philly. Little did I know we were staying at the same hotel as the band. I didn't meet Petty or any of the Heartbreakers, but I did see Stevie Nicks in the lobby. She autographed my program from the concert for me. She asked me how old I was. I said I was 16. She said, I have a song coming out soon that you'll like. And a few weeks later, Edge of 17 came wow. out. Wow. Of course, I bought the album, loved it. I still have the autograph, too. It's lasted longer than my sister's marriage. I was just, I was just going to ask. <laughs> out of my mouth, I was like, I wonder if she's still married. Uh, oh, well, that's nice. So, yeah, that's a nice story. And it's from a woman. See, we have female uh, Wait, listeners. Well, you met Tom Petty. Did we meet Tom Petty at yeah. Farm Aid? Was yeah. it Farm Aid that we yeah, met? Yeah, at like 8 in the morning I met him. Yeah. And he oh. was loaded. But, you know, that's okay. Yeah. If people it's, are. It's champagne. Yeah. yeah. Right. Where exactly. we're going to live in a few weeks. Okay. Uh, my picked... daughter's going to love me. Oh, because... my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So your dad moved into the dorms? What the, what the hell? Have you picked out which dorm we're going to live in yet? Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Oh, yeah. That's where we're you lived originally. Scotches. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm huge there. Well, you know, we have a guest coming up on our, our show, uh, uh, Manisha Man Celebrity Interview. You yeah. want to tell people who well, it is? Well, he's now the voice. I mean, he's been, for anybody here in Chicago, you know him for, well, 40 plus years. Yeah. Right? Um. Chuck Swirsky, he's now the announcer for the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, he has been a mainstay, just a, a legend, a Chicago radio sports legend. Yeah. And we were fortunate enough to do his book. Mm -hmm. That was a pleasure. And uh, Rick had a few minutes to talk to him. Yeah. And that will be available uh, at Minutia Men Celebrity Interview soon. Well, we need to thank some people. We've got to thank executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. We had, had him do a little extra work for us this week. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's to love this. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-Shows.com. Let's screw something up right now. Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. You know what he loves? He loves when I do this. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I, I think also when I like move my mic over here, yeah. I go, hey, how yeah. you doing, everybody? Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but and he's we, got a point. I mean, let's he not. Does. Let, he totally has a point. He does. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>